0: This is a Mortarbox Media Podcast. For more podcasts and to learn how we can help you create your own, visit MortarboxMedia.com.
1: Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to. But you probably should. Today we're drinking on the podcast, the episode. We are drinking Basil Hayden's, just the standard. Nothing special about this one. Uh, It's been a while since we've done a kind of a base level. You can get it at almost every liquor store kind of bottle, and we thought we'd bring one back uh, this episode. Um, Before I talk about too much about the bottle, I wanted to talk about some business. Uh, Hit us up on Instagram, uh, we don't really hit up Twitter too much um, And we're on Facebook as well And you can find us under chillfiltered At patreon.com We've been uh, getting some really good hits On Patreon recently And uh, grateful for those who are Hitting us up um, Basically you are going to get something back When you um, take care of us On Patreon And it's not just a one time thing uh, We're planning on uh, We do have our tiers in which you get goodies from us uh, but we also kind of want you guys to drink along with us, and sometimes we'll help and guide that as it happens, so if that makes any sense. Um, let's see. Uh, one other thing, I wanted to take uh, a moment to give a shout-out to one of our favorite listeners, uh, especially our favorite one of our favorite Tasmanian listeners. <laughs> His name is Joel Bradbury. He's a really cool guy, and uh, Joel was able, this past week, we did that article last episode, uh, that w- that had to do with Blanton's mm-hmm. Gold being available in the U.S. And Joel's like, oh, I can beat you to that, basically. <laughs> and so Joel secured us a bottle of Blanton's Gold, and we were so grateful for that. He's sending it over right. via Courier. And uh, so we're stoked to uh, have that on the podcast soon. And uh, stoked for Joel. What a great guy. Seriously. Um, those are the those are the new updates uh regarding uh whiskey. I believe I'm not forgetting anything. We've gotten a few in in the courier's um uh packages um but those were already mentioned before people like uh, Jason Preston and uh Bryce Morita. and uh so so we're so grateful for, for those guys. I guess that's all the business we got to talk about today. Grateful for uh you guys listening along. But Robbie, how's your day going? Uh, day. It's been a little bit of a rough day. Week has been pretty, yeah. pretty good.
0: It's it's today's been one of those just rough family kind of days. Like just, things just weren't uh, quite clicking, the kind of a thing, you know. And that happens um yeah but i uh, know it's been a good week The weather's turning we got to 70 degrees today had the house opened Ooh. up i know wow. you're like 70 like, degrees that's that sounds like a nice december day in
1: phoenix but uh <laughs> well we we've only reached a, t- a max of like 83 which was today oh nice Um, uh, but that's 70 is pretty impressive for boise yeah
0: it was it, i think it's one of our mildest winters we've had on record and Oh, wow. I think we're like we're close to like breaking some highs this week and stuff like that. So yeah, seventy degrees today was awesome. Like my students who don't typically want to go outside were like wanting to go outside. It was that nice. nice. Uh, yeah, getting some sun, having a good time. Uh it's been a good week though. Yeah. Girls are doing awesome. I'm excited. Uh have, I haven't coached basketball for what, three years now? And like the guys Oh wow. actually no, it'd be four years now. So the kids that I, uh, the guys that I coached in eighth grade are like playing in the Idaho State Championship right now. And these what? Do- yeah. No, these kids are amazing. Like the, like. Oh, that's They great. were like, I had three guys in eighth grade who were dunking in games and traffic kind of thing. Like. What? I had one kid go over like 10 for 12 on three pointers in one game. Like I, these kids are talented. Like I was like, I am coaching some next level kind of kiddos. I got a couple. Yeah. One wow. of them, one of them's already signed to a D1 school and. Yeah, I I can't imagine a couple of them won't either. So it's kind of fun to watch it, kind of following them this week and uh, cheering them on a little bit. So that's that's always nice getting ready for March Madness is coming up here and, you know, getting ready and starting to watch out some of the small lower tier conference uh, championship games coming up this weekend and stuff like that. So yeah, basketball's in the air. It's always a good time of year. I love March, man. March is just fun. So uh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. Um, Can I say what we're doing next week? Can I say that now? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's March, and like I feel bad because we don't. I was like, you know, of course, like we recorded in February. Last episode came out this March uh, Monday in March. But I was like, cool, we should be like doing like all Irishes this month. And so obviously we're not doing all Irishes month. But went out, went out and got some, <laughs> <laughs> some tulamore Dew today. Had a f- fun little Irish theme thing. I love like I love March. Like March is just like it's like. A different kind of whiskey season, you know? Like we're kinda of starting to get yeah. out of that whole like give me the dark rise and you know, something super robust kind of thing and like so it's kinda of fun, but uh I love and like all like the little you know, like Saint Patrick's Day March Irish whiskey little sampler bottles come out and special. So it's always fun to look for those. Exactly. Things, so. Anyway, been a good week for me, man. Uh but anyway, yeah, how's your ha- good. how's your week going, Cole?
1: It's good. Um Yeah i always I always start like that, um, I have to think about it is basically why I say, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> i i I'm getting sick um which I hope is nothing serious um, but it's I think it's somewhat run its course already if I were to judge based on my symptoms, I think I just got hit with a day or two where I was just like, all right, I'm gonna try to take over your body, Cole, but Cole says no, <laughs> and um and I'm pretty good at that. Like, the past year, I haven't legitimately gotten sick. Um, and I wouldn't even consider this, like, getting sick. If it passes tomorrow, which I expect it to phase out tomorrow, um, then I can still hold on to, like, really not getting sick. Because it really was, like, two days worth of something. And, and really, the worst symptom was a little bit of a runny nose. Um, you better go catch it. I basically... F- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I, like... Yeah, I I brute force my way through being sick usually, and just like deal with it, and it's and it usually goes by quicker, just because I'm like I don't have time for this. Yeah, anybody get time for that? Like especially bronchitis, <laughs> and um, so yeah, I'm getting a little sick. Uh, work's been good. I am working on like a lot of projects that are um, like for state. Um, departments of insurance so basically we have to be very good at wording things and stuff like that uh, if that makes any sense like it's Mm -hmm. not just analysis it's like presenting to um certain states departments of insurance so that's not fun for me i don't like using words um (laughs) in my job at least words is hard Um, words is hard man me fail english that's impossible Oh, I love The Simpsons. But um, actually, I didn't, I wasn't, I when I grew up, I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I just started watching legitimately because we got a Disney Plus, yeah. um, what do you call it, subscription. So we are, I'm starting to watch those and they're good and I enjoy The Simpsons. Uh, take that, mom and dad. Yeah, that's funny because today Amara was like, um, when you were a kid, did you get to watch a lot of TV? And I was a total
0: latchkey kid. My parents worked swing and graveyard shifts, and like I would come home from school and like have like an hour to myself, and then mm-hmm. mom would be up for a little bit, dad would be up for, like that. I don't know. I can't even remember how it worked, but I just knew I had a lot of time to myself. And I remember watching a lot of TV and then being like, yeah i'm all right no i didn't i mean like i didn't watch a lot of tv but <laughs> <laughs> i was a kid i watched a lot I, no <laughs> i remember yeah i loved the simpsons when i was a little guy so yeah
1: yeah so and i are you, so so are, you, so are you
0: starting like like season one and moving up or what? what's your game pretty primary? much
1: yeah okay. mm, yeah and i'm on like season two or three right now so oh, i'm man. going slow i can't binge watch anything yeah Uh, I'm a one, maybe two episode max kind of guy, even with shorter half hour episodes. Um, and then, yeah, but I'm loving it. It's funny. There's just so many like just jokes within it that are just perfect sometimes. Oh yeah. But, um, I, yeah, I got my exam coming up, feeling good about it. Have you still got that stress? Have you fought? I like had like a, almost like, what's that? Have you fought anybody in the streets? No, but I oh, did have goodness. like a meltdown with my wife not too long ago. Oh. And it wasn't like me getting mad and I mean it was it, it was just me getting super frustrated. I wasn't like anything with her, it had nothing to do with her. But she was like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> and uh and I'm like, "I'll be fine. I'll be fine." You know. Um no tears, um because Cole doesn't cry m- much in his life anymore. No. Um, nonsense. sense. But I I wish I could the sometimes. Incident. Yeah, not since. <laughs> Didn't you bring something up the other day that was, like, the perfect thing with that? Yeah, we used it last week. What did I, we say? What was it? Uh, I don't even remember. Oh, it was beautiful. I got to look it up again. It was glorious. It was yeah. so glorious, we both forgot. Yep. <laughs> I am really excited to see you guys. In two weeks from tomorrow, yep. as we're recording today on Thursday, yep. Um, Yep. I am, like... There's like the exam and being done the exam, and then I get to go to Boise. Yeah, so. I sent
0: I sent some uh, emails out today for to, some like uh, feelers to some local distilleries and things like that. Yeah, so hopefully something you know something comes up where it's an easy fun episode where we get to do something cool. I don't know. Yeah, we'll for see. sure. Yeah, but yeah, super excited to have you okay.
1: Nice. Yeah, I'm stoked. Otherwise, life is. Um... Yeah, my life revolves around studying right now, so I can't even think outside <laughs> of that often. Like I like I I I'm at the point where it's like, okay, don't plan anything big, don't do anything like this, like don't um don't commit to anything, uh be ready to bounce out of places just to study. And so in that mindset, it's good that I'm in that mindset cuz I really need to take advantage of these 2 weeks to just soak in everything. Yeah. Um with the practice exams and what I get wrong and what I get right and all that stuff. So, um, but in two weeks in the next wait, I guess in three episodes, um, no, yeah. in three more episodes cause next week. Yeah. And then the next week. Yeah. So in three <laughs> episodes, I will hopefully be just stoked and just, yeah. Yeah. So, um, plus I'll be in Boise when we record the, that episode. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Um, just of being, course I'll be stoked being in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Because our mics aren't the same as the ones me and uh, Adam had. So, but we'll get it going. We'll figure it out. Adam's yeah. the best. But, um, he'll figure it out. You know,
0: we'll mess it up. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, figure, he'll it out. figure it out. It was funny because, like, even like, what was it? Saturday night, Sunday morning, Adam was like, hey, Robbie, here's like a list of 10 things you need to try to do better. And I'm like, yes, I can try to do that. So I'm like, before we started, and it wasn't that much, but it was like, yeah, you know, uh-huh. so he uh, he makes magic happen from <laughs> what we do. So <laughs> nice, yeah.
1: Is it like like mic
0: position and stuff? Yeah, you know, he's just like, hey, you're kind of a quiet talker. I gotta, yeah. And so like, I he's like, I'd rather deal with more plosives than you um, being quiet, kind of thing. So I'm talking more directly into the mic. So hopefully, my voice sounds a lot better for view li- viewers listeners this week. But we'll, see, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know. Adam, <laughs> I'm sure it Adam sounds- figures it out. So. Yeah, he's a good guy. He, he takes is. care of all it was kind the of fun. Uh, uh, so uh-huh. we're recording later than we usually do because it's just mm-hmm. kind of a weird night. Um so Cole was kind of fishing, finishing some stuff up, so I was doing dishes and making the girls lunches for the next day. And uh Adam went live, so like I had like a one man concert going for me. I was just requesting stuff and he was playing the music, so that was pretty fun. So that was the that was oh, that's a cool. highlight of the evening. Well, I'm curious, what did you request? Uh, first, I just said, because he had, he, so he got like a brand new Telecaster, Fender Telecaster. Oh, cool. And I was like, hey, yeah, yeah, Telecaster, you got to be playing Bruce Springsteen. And he doesn't know a lot of Bruce Springsteen, but he played a little bit of I'm on Fire. And then he went drop D, so I said, you got to do Everlong. He did Everlong. Uh, nice. And right when I was getting off, he started getting into some Weezer Blue
1: album, so. Ooh, the best album. Yeah. The only album. Yeah. <laughs> so you're on that team? Oh,
0: Blue is by far like I really I do enjoy uh what was the next one? It was uh Pinkerton. Pinkerton. Yeah, I, I yeah. do enjoy Pinkerton, but Blue is by far like top five <laughs> albums all time for sure. So
1: when I uh when I think of Pinkerton I think of El Scorcho oh, and the first wolves. line is Yeah. <laughs> Gosh darn you half Japanese girls. <laughs> <laughs> do it to me every time (laughs) yeah which is what goes through my mind so yeah yeah good stuff i I, yeah blue album is like honestly oh front to back. if you own a record collection of newer or at least since the 90s songs and you don't own the blue album shame on you so do you own the blue album cole on the vinyl yes okay
0: good about to call shame on you but good
1: for you yeah yeah no it's great front to
0: back that's one of my favorite albums ever
1: Uh, okay so we got a little extra time because technically uh history is is a little shorter today not because i didn't have the time but more so because it's nothing special what we're drinking today there is some good history don't get me wrong but there's a little less than normal what are some of the other albums on your favorite just like straight like listen from front to back the albums like blue albums one of them what else
0: blue albums one um bruce springsteen's nebraska which is nice phenomenal the dude recorded it on a ford track all by himself brought it to the e street band he was like hey here's the next album figure it out and they're like they send it back to him and we're like nope it's done and oh wow straight to straight to pressings from that so like it's amazing um and i think i love green day dookie i always go back to that album dookie's great i love that
1: um, There's so many good songs on that. Oh, album.
0: that's another front-to-back one. Um, yeah, gosh, I love like anything by Frightened Rabbit. I can listen to over and over. Anything by The National, nice. I can listen to over and over. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess I mean that's probably about it. I think brand new. I love brand new stuff. I love yeah, what is it, Taking Back Sunday. What's the green one?
1: That's oh, nice, uh, nice. where you want to be? Or no, um, it's uh, tell all tell your all friends. friends. That's another one of my favorites. Yeah. That's a great. What about one. you? Um, I would agree with a few The blue albums, definitely up there. I don't know about top five, but like definitely top 10. Um, I would say it's brand like new for me. Like it's there. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh, it's, it's so good. Um, brand news, uh, science fiction won my heart. Okay. Um, their latest album. Um, and then I would say, uh, smashing pumpkins, melancholy and the infinite sadness okay. is just insanely amazing especially for a double album and it nails it. Um, and then what else I'm trying to think? Um, I really like the nationals boxer album. I Mm -hmm. think that's a fantastic front to back album. Um, and then there's one, this might not be top five and top 10, uh, but there's one that I've been listening to again and again, and I love it. And it's a surprising one to me because I wouldn't have guessed I would like this album or this band a lot. Um, but the yeah, yeah, yeahs, uh, it's blitz album <laughs> okay. is amazing.
0: All right. I'm gonna have to, I'll yeah. fire that up tomorrow morning.
1: Do it. So, and then what else? Uh, yeah, those a, is a big one. I'm going to think of one later. I'll be like, yeah, it's that one too. <laughs> but you know, I guess we're wasting time at this point. So let's get into history. Let's do all that stuff. Uh, unless you had something else to say uh before we do that. No, cool. I'm ready for history. Sweet. Let's take a quick break and then we'll get to the good stuff. So, here's the break. Hi, it's Nicole from Women AF Podcast, here to invite all of you whiskey lovers out there to tune in to another Mortarbox Media Podcast, where three friends talk about life, working as creatives, and occasionally about the booze we love. Episodes are released every Wednesday find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else awesome podcasts are found. Or visit us at womenafpodcast.com. All right, we are back. <laughs> we're back. We're back. All right. You right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got we got some good history today. As I mentioned, a little shorter than your usual. I hope it's shorter. I wrote a decent amount, but I imagine it'll go by quickly. All right. Uh, Basil Hayden's uh, do you know which uh, Robbie distillery um, Basil Hayden's comes from? I, you know, I've
0: had a lot of Basil Hayden's. I typically like everything from Basil Hayden's, but I have no clue what distillery
1: they're from. Well, I'll give you a hint. They're from Claremont, Kentucky.
0: Okay, well, so since you said that, I still have no idea which one because I'm <laughs> horrible
1: with na- remembering names. Oh, you're good. Show me on so the map I, and I get it. No, I I don't even know where Claremont is. I want to say it's between Bardstown and like Louisville or something. But anyway, um, I actually was surprised with this one. I for some reason had thought that Basil Hayden's was a Heaven Hill product, but it is not. It is a standard like Jim Beam product. Oh, uh, blew right. my mind today. That yeah, just, my, my mind just got blown. So blown away. Um. Uh, <laughs> so for- yeah. So. Jim Beam, uh, Claremont, Kentucky, uh, has its main, like, Jim Beam bourbon line, which you'll see the name Jim Beam on those bottles. Uh, But they also have their small batch line. And you'll find in that small batch line, you'll see Knob Creek and their, you know, uh, subsequent bourbons from that and maybe a rye or two. Uh, Booker's and Baker's and then Basil Hayden's. Uh, And these are kind of like the step up from Jim Beam's standard line. And uh, apparently Knob and Booker's and Baker's all have the same mash bill, uh, which is a more traditional mash bill, meaning like more corn than it would be on the rye or Mm. wheat side. Um, But the uh, mash bill is 77% corn, 13% rye, and then 10% malted barley. Uh, but Basil Hayden's out of that group is the only one to not have that, which it is a 63% corn. So a lower corn amount. Mm -hmm. So they can make up in that for the rye, they have a 27% rye and then a 10% malted barley Mm -hmm. making it, what would be called a high rye recipe. Um, it's got the same mash bill as the old granddad bottles, which I had no idea they were related. And, uh, At 80 proof, it is the lowest ABV bourbon uh, in the Beam small batch collection. Uh, Because, like, Booker's and Baker's, or Knob and Booker's, Knob's typically 100 proof, and Booker's is um, cast strength. I forget what Baker's is, but I'm pretty sure it's not 80 proof. Um, The brand was introduced in 1992, to honor the distiller Basil Hayden Sr., which another name I saw, and I'm not—I sh- didn't get to verify it too clearly, but the name was Meredith Basil Hayden, which was huh. a man's name. Oh, um, but don't quote me on that because I only saw it in one spot <laughs> by the t- while well, the time I was researching. So, um, and then yeah, he was a distiller from the late 1700s. Uh, his great or his grandson Raymond Hayden. Uh, started the brand old grandad uh which is known as a, a high rye recipe and so that 's why they by why basil Haydens is a high rye bourbon because this guy uh even in the late seventeen hundreds was known for his high rye bourbons um, he was just that was the guy who you know if you wanted a weeded recipe don 't go to this guy a <laughs> <laughs> traditional recipe, not this guy who wheat are you talking about <laughs> uh, sorry i always i'm trying to think of other with the h but i'll skip it for now that's like uh what is it whipped cream or cool whip whip whiskey i said whiskey oh there you go what movie is that that's uh uh, hot rod one of my favorites what (laughs) yeah He's like, why are you saying it that way? Saying it what way? You know what? Just forget it. I will. I will forget it. Oh, man. Beans. So. Beans, 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 beans. They recently. Cool. Cool, 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 beans. Beans. Beans, beans, beans. Anyway, (laughs) listeners, it's a silly night. We're recording this. It's almost 10 o'clock, and that's like past both of our bedtimes. Yeah. So that's why we're being. uh, That's why I assume I'm being silly at least. (laughs)
0: I assume we don't have you know, too many like younger listeners up. Like everybody's like, Whoa, 10 ten o'clock—that's pretty late. Hopefully, yeah, exactly. I hopefully, not know, We'll see.
1: You got kids, and I wake up early, so yeah. Um, the word "silly," I get that from you guys. <laughs> um, I I don't use the word "stupid" or anything. I'm like, oh, that's silly, Amara. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Like when you when Mara was younger, you'd be like, oh yeah, Amara, Well, you're a tootie butt. And she'd be like, that's silly, Daddy. And that's why I use the word silly. Yeah, we don't use the word stupid. We use the word yeah. silly. That's a mean word.
0: Stupid is mean.
1: I remember Amara when she was younger. This'll be my last digression. Okay. Um, she used to go She'd be like, You know be mean. I don't remember that I love that you remember that was oh, great. I so yeah. the, the
0: twins are always like, You're rude. Like that's sort their of thing. Like, uh. You're rude. <laughs> And like one well, be like, I'm not rude, and goes, Yes, you rude. And I'm like, usually the right. So anyway. <laughs> you just have to take it at that point. Oh minute. man. Our girls are straight shooters.
1: That's great. So
0: uh, Meredith.
1: Um, yeah, so Meredith. <laughs> um, he is a great man. Uh the dark rye. They put out a dark rye and a rye whiskey uh not too long ago, a few years ago. And I found out that the I've ne- I haven't tried either of them, but the dark rye is a rye whiskey but it actually has something mixed into it which you're allowed to do for rye whiskey you just can't call it straight rye Mm -hmm. once you add something you can't do that for bourbon doesn't apply to straight slash non-straight bourbon you can't add anything um flavor color anything like that um but the rye here is uh they added port wine to it Ooh um so it's a dark color because of the it's like a red color because of the port that was added to it um would i enjoy that i don't know it might be sweet but (laughs) i don't think i don't like when they add things to whiskey i don't know that's just me that's just me i gotcha um so uh yep basil hayden's bourbon we're drinking today not much on it uh 80 proof it's got like this bib thing on it uh which i think is the technical term it's a weird paper label um it's like i don't know it's like got it's like a, wood like an and apron metal belt, right yeah it's like a little apron and, for the or it's like overalls in a way or something like that it's weird but um it used to be an eight-year bourbon there is no age statement now instead of an age statement they say artfully aged Ooh. which Does who art- knows what that means <laughs> Ridiculously
0: yeah. small batch. Yeah, exactly. Aged.
1: Yeah. So uh that's pretty much all I got. Uh let's let's pop into it. I think this week we are lucky enough to have a nice uh bottle pop because I own a bottle of uh Basil Hayden. So here we go. Oh, it's tight. There we go. Nice and plunky. Yeah. Alright. Alright. Pouring some. I have a feeling this will be uh more more about the notes than it is about the rating uh from my recollection of this bottle, it's dry on the um oh, I poured a lot. I don't know what's going through oh my you're mind. about
0: to get real silly cold,
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> did I tell you okay, so the listeners out there know that I do not get drunk. I've gotten drunk once in my life um but when I do have. Maybe, like, pushing it. I wouldn't even call it drunk at all, but when I when I maybe have a few beers that are high alcohol or high gravity or whatever they call it, uh, which gets to me a lot faster than whiskey does. Those bubbles. Um, I'll start getting very gestural, if that makes any sense. <laughs> uh, do Do you know what I mean by saying that? Like, you're just throwing out, like not to be stereotypical but like italians can be
0: gestural stereotypically yes yes
1: yes. it's all about the hands and like and i'm very pointy very yeah yeah. and i'll like hitler at a podium like yeah it's very like my hands get involved at that point (laughs) so um i assume when we're together i will get to that stage without getting drunk just gesturing um and I will make solid gestures while we're together. You so. know what?
0: I, I'm glad because your like pre-test gestures are going to probably be not so much fun as your post. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they involve closed fists instead of open <laughs> yeah. fists. Yeah, so This was pretty funny. Today I was watching this guy play guitar mm-hmm. and he was talking about a song. And he goes, you gotta use your middle finger, and he like totally hit his middle finger. He's like, this one. Oh, where is it at? I don't know. I'm not gonna show you. So anyway, that just kind of made me think. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he was using. He was very polite about his gestures. Um, so nice. nose. What do you get on the nose, Cole?
1: So it's very like it's not sweet at the nose. I, I'm I'm not a hundred percent on my um nose um notes today because I have a little sniffles, uh, but what I do get is not sweet. <clears throat> It's uh, really? spicy. It's almost rye spicy, but I'm not getting super sweet. Are you getting sweet? I'm getting sweet, yeah. Oh, really? Okay, maybe I'm here. But I'm, I'm like, off here.
0: like, nose-wise, I'm like, it smells like a bourbon. Is what it, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, that's funny. it's are very Bur- different then. Uh, it is sweet. Right? There is some spice there, too, so it's not,
1: mm-hmm. not just. I'm getting this- a little oak on the nose as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing that really
0: to me stands out, you know, strongly. It's just it's, it smells like a bourbon. It's good.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good bourbon yeah, I'm, smell. I'm also getting a little alcohol, but I think that's my sniffles.
0: Yeah, at first I was. I've been sniffing a little bit more. I'm getting a little bit less, but there's definitely a little bit of the alcohol s- smell there too. So,
1: I'll tell you notes. I'm not getting. I'm not getting fruitiness. I'm not getting berries. I'm not getting vanilla. I'm not um, even getting like
0: an apple on it.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. Like it, and and normally on a high rye bourbon, I can get apples, but i we'll see from the palate. So I'm gonna go for a sip.
0: Yeah, I went for one, and I'm impressed. Like it's a, it doesn't taste like just kind of like a standard bourbon in general. It's a very palatable. It's very. It is sweeter. Not, I mean, it not a lot, much of a, like a mouthfeel to it. It kind of dissipates quickly. It's just kind of there and then it's like, all right, see you later kind of a thing. But it's good. I'm not really pulling anything out too much now, but it's
1: has like, got a nice sweetness to it. Yeah. There's a, mm, I don't know, mm, uh, almost like a maple syrup. But not in a bright way, almost like a dense way. Yeah, I can see that. If that makes sense, yeah. like sometimes maple syrup can be like really bright and like um, just super sweet. This is almost like a brown sugary maple syrupy taste. Yeah, I um, can see
0: that. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's definitely not profound, mm-hmm. for sure. Hmm. And I will say, <clears throat> I can't remember what whiskey it was I had, but it was like a it. I'm not a huge fan of maple syrup in general, like uh, as a note. Um, really? And was, yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of it at least based off of a couple that I've had. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't say which ones. I'm just like, "ugh," kind of turned off by it in general, but I'm not getting it so strongly that it's a little bit of a turn off. It's very subtle for sure.
1: What um, do you like maple syrup in general?
0: Oh, yeah, who doesn't like maple syrup?
1: Good. I was worried about you. I love maple bars. Mm-hmm. Don't eat a
0: lot of pancakes anymore. Or waffles,
1: not since the incident. the accident. Is yeah. it accident or incident? Yeah. I always say accident, but you always say incident.
0: <laughs> I used to say accident, but I haven't for a long
1: time. Well, mm-hmm. not since <laughs> the incident. <laughs> you haven't said accident since the incident, and I haven't said incident
0: since the accident. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll say in general, it's it's pleasant, it's nice. Nothing mm-hmm. too profound, mm-hmm. yeah, it's solid, yeah,
1: oh, I forgot to mention the total wine price twenty nine ninety nine so this is very accessible and yeah. very mixable if you wanted to add coke, add a cocktail to it, if you know what I mean,
0: I know what you mean i I'm oh oh, I know, I know you know <laughs>
1: I know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have some water. What here. was um? So yeah, you go for the water. I'm gonna talk a little bit more about the palate. There's oakiness to it. I wouldn't say this is the sweetest bourbon. Like this isn't on. I mean, it is sweet. Um, uh, but I'm getting a lot more uh kitchen spiciness than I'm getting just dull sweetness or like a nice uh, sugary sweetness. Even though I mentioned there was like maple syrup. And brown sugar, that's not as much... It's more so the flavor of that, in my mind, than it is the actual sweetness. Yeah. I it
0: it leans that direction. It's not really there, right? Like, I'm not getting that note, but I can mm. see how it's leaning that direction. It's not super there.
1: <laughs> yeah. and I. I so get, I'm not getting a big difference with the nose for the um, water droplets. I,
0: I'm getting, like, nothing off the nose with the water. Oh, really? Yeah. Like kind of muted not, it? Yeah. It, I mean, not even muted it. Like, in a way we typically say it's muted. It's just, it's not there for
1: me. <laughs> like, I'm getting no mm-hmm. no's. I'm still getting a little alcoholy smell, for sure.
0: Yeah, if I'm getting any smell, it's just kind of the alcohol. But other than that, there's mm-hmm. not much there. hmm mm-hmm. Um... You know, off more oakiness. Go ahead. It's definitely yeah, it's more oaky. And the alcohol is more prominent. There's a little bit more of a burn mm-hmm. there. Um For sure. And it's yeah, just like on the nose, there's a little bit I mean, that's the alcohol's kinda coming out with just the water, which is interesting because you would think it would be less so, but mm-hmm. Yeah. Not getting not getting too much. A little bit of oak, alcohol off
1: the water. Yeah. I it's not bad. Um I prefer it neat so far. Uh but it's not like it's not bitter, it's not bad, no. it's not um uh it just it's just lighter. Yeah, so far as I've tasted. I'd agree
0: definitely um, prefer neat. Um mm. but it's not yeah, it's not like a turn off when it, you get the water in it by by any means. It's still good. It's all right. Yeah. But uh definitely neat is the best so far. I just dropped a cube. Nice. Um, I'm about to. A little, Pulling I get a little bit more now. of a like kind of a mapley smell, but some oh, of the really? sweetness is back a little bit. It's very faint, though, but it's mm. at least like there. Something is there. Ooh.
1: Ooh! I just got uh a whiff of vanilla icing, and I did it again, and I still got it.
0: Okay, I'm not getting any vanilla at all, but I can respect that goal.
1: Maybe it's like buttercream. Yeah, it's more like buttercream. But maybe it's it could be my nose um not being at its full potential right now. But I'll I'll take that kind of note for sure.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I'm not getting it at all, but I can see where you're getting that. There was some sweetness mm-hmm. like I will say with the ice, there was some sweetness that kinda is there. Mm-hmm. Um
1: So the nice thing when you shove your nose in a 80 proof whiskey that has ice in it, you might not like burn your nose hairs off. (laughs) That's a, that's a wonderful thing, Cole. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: Put that in the show notes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Oh, I will. Definitely. I like this. Ice, ice is far better than uh, just water was.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's it's one of those whiskeys and, and bourbons that can do well with ice. Yeah. Um some don't. I'm getting But I could dig this. I'm
0: definitely getting a little bit more the longer my cube's been in there. I'm getting a little bit more maple for sure.
1: Mhm. I mean it's still su- it's sweeter. Yeah, I would say it's sweeter with ice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean it's still not and it's not a robust at yeah. All, but it's good. It's definitely good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now keep in mind that um some high rye recipes, notable high rye recipes, Eagle Rare, Buffalo Trace, even higher rye would be Blanton's mm-hmm. and uh Hancock's Reserve and um Stag. Um not higher, but the same as the um Eagle Rare would be like in that stag department. Yeah. Uh, Elmer T Lee would be in the higher rye um, than that. Um, there's something about this that's just not drawing me in, and I think it's the apple lack of apples. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say that's surprising. And, and I wouldn't. I, I shouldn't say that. I would only like a high rye whiskey or a high rye bourbon that has apples. But I'm just trying to compare it and say like, what, maybe there's a reason I don't love this as much as like Eagle Rare or Buffalo mm-hmm. Trace. And I think it's because of the really sweet apples and like baking apples that I can typically get from Mash Bill number one mm-hmm. from Buffalo Trace. So, and Stag Junior, is Stag Junior the same Mash Bill as Stag in general? Yeah, and, an and Eagle West? Rare in Buffalo Trace. So, I will say for me, though,
0: it's like I don't get that robust kind of flavor. Like, it was mm-hmm. just not that punch punch to the mouth kind of thing where i go ooh, that got me you know like yeah I, i'm reaching to really f- pull notes out on it so for mm-hmm. me that i think that's kind of what it is it's just it just kind of lacks that punch yeah um, so and i pr- think
1: part of that is also the fact that it's 80 proof minimum whiskey uh, percentage
0: yeah what's what's eagle rare eagle rare is 40 40- Eagle is 90 oh so they're 45 yeah 45 okay yeah so it's a little bit higher proof there, too. So maybe that's where some of that comes from. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, overall, it, for 30 bucks though, that's it's a good bourbon. That's for sure. It's Yeah. You know.
1: No, yeah. And, I think you, and, and it's one of those ones you don't feel bad mixing. Exactly. You don't feel bad. This would go really well with Coke. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think
0: it's a good one to have on the shelf where you just go, you want to sip? Okay, let's sip. You want to, yeah. you know... Make a cocktail, make a cocktail. You want to throw some Coke on it? Throw some Coke on it. Um, that, that kind of thing. So it's a good one. I'd say it's it's solid.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, this is, this is a good standard. And you'll find it pretty much everywhere yeah. in terms of liquor stores. Yeah. You have any idea on your rating? Mm, let me think about that. Uh, do you know what yours is?
0: Um, <clears throat> I'm easily swayed, so... It's be tricky okay. going first. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> you can. I, well,
1: I'll go first and see how.
0: Mm. See if if I, you sway me afterwards. Um, mm. You know, I think it's solid. It's definitely you know not going to be my go to, but it's. I think it. You know, I haven't had a lot of just the regular Basil Hayden's. Um, I've done some of the other bottles uh, they have, and I like those a lot. This is one I actually would probably you know go to. Um, it might, you know. No, it's, it's probably not going to replace, like, a Buffalo Trace, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. it is definitely kind of in that category. So I'm going to go solid. Um, and I think it's probably lower than a solid solid. But I'm going to say, like, 6.7. I really like nice. it. Nice. It's, it's good. It's, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's not not my favorite. Not my least
1: favorite, yeah. for sure. I No, I'm going to go sure. 6.8. I'm going to go 6.8. There you go. 6.8. Okay. Cool. Because before you said that, I had something in mind. And I think you should be confident in yourself because I was also in that range. Um, I'm going to go with a seven flat on this okay. one. I can respect um, that. Here's way. why. I can respect that too. <laughs> um, I haven't said that in a while, have I? I don't think so. Oh, I've yeah, said it quite doing a bit, that more. you haven't. Oh, okay. So why I chose a seven for this one? I'm getting a note as I'm still drinking it with some ice in it. Um, I'm getting a note of a oaky chocolatiness, If okay. that makes any sense, the ch- the oaky is like almost turning into like a dark chocolate. Kind of like when you're a it's kid, good. And you would like
0: put a Hershey bar on the side of a tree and just
1: start chewing it, just start licking it from the yeah. tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, mean, yeah, that oaky You're not a I kid gotcha. unless you do that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. it's a rite of passage, right? <laughs> Exactly, <laughs> especially an oak tree. Um, and chomp on an acorn while you're at it. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think there's nothing bad about this whiskey. And so I was actually thinking of going in the six range, um, which which usually tends to um, whiskeys that I don't like. Mm. But I'm like, you know what? I don't n- not like this. So double negative i like it and there's nothing about it that i'm like that was a bad pour yeah or um or like with ice it was terrible even though we only measure on the best pores these days um yeah there was nothing that i didn't that i that i hated about this there was mm-hmm. nothing that i disliked about this it was just basic though yeah um, but, and,
0: and that being said though like if mm-hmm. you
1: i mean we're super fortunate like we get
0: really good like like i have a couple mm-hmm. guys i work with that are like hey is anything going to be in kind of like that mid mid-tier range i'm like oh, we've been getting so many samples lately like it's you know trying to get through that we're excited to get to those ones because it, yeah you know so, but if you hadn't had you know these a lot of the higher end kind of whiskeys you had would
1: you rate this higher you think um i might yeah yeah um but I, I like to think that seven is good. Seven is and good. I would put this I would put this in like it status. Okay. As opposed to meh status. Okay. Um But yeah, I think we are a little spoiled. But mm-hmm. then again, we don't you know, some of the ones we're spoiled on make the nine level and yeah. um and eight high eights and stuff like that. So a seven is still pretty good for a basic bourbon. I would like um so in my mind I just keep going to like just regular standard
0: buffalo trace and I'm like how does that compare to this? So mm-hmm. that might be kind of fun to do like a back to back comparison like which or even wine sure. tasting on them cuz yeah, in my mind exactly. I'm like I think I like buffalo trace better. And mm-hmm. that's kind of why I think I rated it a little bit lower cuz I'm like for that price there's other things that I think I like more. But you know, it'd be, mm-hmm. it would uh, be you know, I think that might be one of my next endeavors is to do a blind rating on it and just go, okay, which one do I really like and see? Because, but I mean, yeah, you're completely right. There's nothing I don't like about this. Like, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's just not so a huge hubbubba what thing, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm with you. When I get there in in two weeks, we're going to do so many cool blind tastings. I got to bring like honestly, oh, man, I was be thinking of bringing like
0: eyes all the time and like
1: Yeah, it we'll would <laughs> be like you're blind now. Um but yeah, I'm like I'm thinking like we need to um I I was thinking I would bring 12 basic like like samples, like two ounce samples, but I might bring more than that. Okay. Um so because also your sample from Jason Preston, two samples from Jason Preston showed mm-hmm. up yesterday from the courier. Oh, you got yours now? No, no, no. I don't, he only sent one um, okay. for both. Oh, it's of us, for when so. we get,
0: he gets. Okay, I yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah. I'm so so
1: excited. I'm excited for that, Mister Sam and E. H. Taylor Barrel Proof uh, Batch Eight. So thank you, Jason. Um, yes, but but yeah, there's a lot to try while we're there. We, we'll probably need to pace ourselves, to be honest. <laughs> Well, yeah. if we don't pace ourselves, I'm pretty sure my children and my wife will. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see Chelsea being like, "Shame on you, shame on you." No, I'm no. Chelsea's um, super supportive. She's like the coolest wife ever. So, she is pretty cool. Yeah, she's almost as cool as my wife. But every wife has. But I'm the, sure in your every eyes, every wife she's has limits. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if we don't
0: pace ourselves, they they're, they're pretty, she'd be good at it. So, all right, okay, Yeah, you're right. So
1: so you want to move over to our next favorite segment? Uh, a a favorite segment called Whiskey World News. What do you think?
0: Um sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anything you wanted to talk about, I guess, before we move over to that? No, I'm good. All right. It's time for Whiskey World News.
0: This is a, a favorite segment, as Cole likes to say, <laughs> uh, of the show where we read an article about whiskey, and we talk about it uh, in no way, shape, or form do we want to take intellectual propriety over it. Uh just want mm. to read something to you. Here it is. So this comes from Forbes, and it's written by Kate Dingwall, and it's titled, ah. Irish Whiskey is Having a Big Moment. With St. Patrick's Day on the horizon, Irish whiskey is on top of the minds with drinkers. Sales are surging in the United States. Over 2019, sales grew almost 9% in the country, outpacing Canadian whiskey, U.S. whiskey, and scotch. Huh? Do you know which one's missing there? Uh, Japanese. Japanese and bourbon.
1: Oh, totes. Well, well it, didn't well, it, was it say US, American? U.S.
0: whiskey, I guess that's bourbon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess yeah. Japanese or French. Apparently, or Tasmanian. I heard about the French or Tasmanian. <laughs> Or Antarctican. Antarctican? Yeah. There's such a thing. Okay. Man, talk about a market cornered. we got to open a distillery in Antarctica. Anyway, IWSR noted that though Irish whiskey accounts for only 2% of spirit volumes in the United States, the category has been thriving. It is one of the fastest growing spirits categories in the world. Over the last five years, Irish whiskey has grown 13.4% in compound annual growth with analysts predicting the growth to continue surging. 4.7 million cases were sold in 2018 in the United States alone. The growth of the category is fueled by the increase in brands in the space. In 2010, only four distilleries in Ireland peddled Irish whiskey, with Jameson reigning the market today. <clears throat> there are more than 30 distilleries. The majority are present in the United States. We're excited to see the more energy in and attention to the Irish category, says Matt the brand director of Jameson at Pernod Ricard. Wait, wait, wait. his name's Matt Foley. (laughs) His name is Matt Foley. (laughs) Is that band
1: down by the river guy, Matt Foley? Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anything that (laughs) leads the U.S. consumers exploring Irish whiskey, as well as more shelf space for the category, will disproportionately benefit Jameson as the category's benchmark and dominant leader, with more than 70% of the Irish whiskey sales in the U.S. Adam Rogers, North American Research Director at IWSR, drink market analysis, adds, interest in Irish whiskey has led primarily by Jameson for decades. Now, establishment of more distilleries in Ireland has contributed to an increase in not only Irish whiskies, but other categories like Irish gin as well. Uh, while Jameson whetted appetites for single-pot still brands, consumers are eager to try new options. Brands like Slane, Conor McGregor's Proper 12, The Dead Rabbit, and Fighting 69th Whiskey have entered the market, gaining attention and charming consumers. We continue to track high-growth numbers for brands like Jameson, Tula Redbreast. Redbreast. Teeling, Proper 12, and Slain Whiskey in the U.S., says Rogers. Analysts note that the pre-immunization of Irish whiskeys brands is helping fuel the category. While brands like Jameson continue to thrive, nascent brands have entered the market offering premium connoisseur-leaning bottlings, age expressions akin to scotch or whiskeys, aged in beer, or sherry casks. I go nuts for sherry butts. Jameson Me has too. released castmates, where the classic whiskey is aged in a craft stout seasoned barrel. While Redbreast has released twelve-year-old expressions, premium and super premium categories of Irish whiskey have grown a staggering one thousand one hundred six percent and three thousand three hundred eighty-five percent since two thousand two. Um, Redbreast in particular has seen sales shine. We've experienced double digit growth over the past year, explains Shefali Murdia. Wow. Redbreast director of engagement. Murdia points to a perfect storm of innovations, marketing campaigns, and awards as the cause. We know when consumers land on Redbreast they fall in love with and want to pass it along to around those mm-hmm. which has been an integral force in helping drive our overall growth. Jameson also notes that drinker advocacy is key to growth and has helped the brand remain the third largest selling whiskey in the country. Word of mouth, endorsement from bartenders based on Jameson's unique smooth taste is a key reason why the brand continues to increase sales and further strengthen its premise, premise leadership says fully. So, cool. we're coming up on St. Patrick's Day. In general, mm-hmm. is your appetite
1: whetted a little bit more for Irish whiskey in the month of March? I think so. Um, but I will tell you one thing is that my, the bottle, like the fastest dranketed, that's the past past tense, right? Or the proper (laughs) tense here. The fastest dranketed bottles on my shelf are always Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um, there's just something that you drink more of it. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't even say like, I think it's more sharing. When I have people over, I'm ready to share with them good Irish whiskey, whether mm-hmm. it's Redbreast or the Green Spot Chateau Leivo Barton that I have that's basically on its last sip. Um what else? Yeah, like even just I mean, I was happy to hear Redbreast was in there because Redbreast is killing it in the mm-hmm. Irish department. Like they like really take it seriously and they just put out a great product. Actually, I saw a article that was talking uh, i think i've even sent it to you you did yeah. um that was a 27 year red breast and i'm like oh, oh i'm sure it's amazing because it they're beautiful. 21 years like yeah i mean it's like one of the greatest whiskeys i've ever had yeah. easily Absolutely. um it's like mango it's like tropical fruit right off the that, bat. that's the one yeah um,
0: made me realize yeah.
1: whiskey can be crazy amazing Hmm. and you know what it's crazy i thought about that the other day is like when i poured you or when i got you that at that whiskey bar um i'm glad you caught on that and you didn't just try like you know it's okay or something like that i'm glad you like saw how great a bottle that was um because now here we are yeah um what's well, funny cause but yeah go ahead i got i mean it's funny because
0: there's you know, you have people over and they go, yeah, I like whiskey. And you're like, okay. And you kind of, you know, you get into the cabinet a little bit and you kind of give your feeler bottles. And I have had a lot of people come over and I'm like, oh, you like whiskey. Let me pour you a little bit of this. And just not catch on. So it's, it is super exciting when someone's like, oh, I like that. And you go, okay, well, mm-hmm. here we go, you know. And I think Redbreast is amazing. Like everything that I've had from, you know, I've had the 12-year cast, 12-year, the 21. So that 27 yeah. sounds like, even just the packaging looks amazing. Um, yeah. But I think you're right. I think Irish is, it's great entry level. I think, I mean, it's... I think so. You know, I think you, you get you typically triple distilled, right? And it's yep. palatable. Mm-hmm. There's nothing too crazy about it. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's typically like 40 to 43% kind of area. So I think Irish mm-hmm. in general is just a good... You know, way to get in, introduced, you know, like, even though when like, I started drinking whiskey, it was like, well, I'll go buy a bottle of whiskey. And what did I buy? It was Jameson, you know. Yep. So I think it's just it's easy, easy introductory and I can see
1: why it's growing. So, yeah. Um, so good for good for Irish whiskey. Good. Good on you.
0: Top of the morning to Irish whiskey.
1: <laughs> Top of the muffin, <laughs> and, and there's our Seinfeld reference, man. Yep, at least <laughs> once an episode. Yep. I don't want your stumps. <laughs> yeah,
0: so. I had someone offer me at an in-service last week. They go, Would you like a muffin? I go. Uh, I only eat the tops, and they like looked at me like what? And I was like, never mind. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's great. Um. So, I think we're actually like closing in on time here. So, are, um, anything else before we uh, move no, over no, no, to no, the no, next no, no, segment? No, no,
0: we got to go. We got to go. We're closing. We're getting. It's, get, so, yeah. so sorry. We okay, move, move. now
1: it's time for which whiskey would you choose or oh. what whiskey would you choose, depending on who says it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ever since the incident, the accident, which what yeah. whiskey would you choose? I don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> so,
0: last week we had uh, your touristy mm-hmm. whiskey, you go to a CVS. Got a week planned at Vegas. You got a week or a weekend at Vegas or Disneyland or something like that. Somewhere it's very touristy. Closest walking thing is CVS. Mm-hmm. What which, which whiskey are you going to choose? I chose Evan Williams and I was pretty biased on the post too. I was like, I'm getting a half gallon of Evan Williams. Ooh. Yeah. And I put, or 750 milliliters of Maker's Mark. Uh-huh. And I thought that would help me. I Maybe it did help me. I'm like quantity over quality. Um, so Cole won 67% to 33% for maker's nice. Mark over Evan Williams. Although I have not f- quite figured out the link between Instagram and Facebook. So I posted it to my Facebook, my personal Facebook account as well. And mm-hmm. I had like previous students look at it. And I was like, Oh crap, that's not that. I don't feel comfortable with that. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> but like, I did quick take it down. I did have two votes. For Evan Williams on that one. Nice. Yeah. So, but we're not going to count that. We just go by Instagram. So, Cole wins this week for the CVS whiskey of which whiskey would you choose
1: at 67 to 33%. So, well, I, uh, my acceptance speech is simple. I would like to thank the Academy. So, okay. Or the the people that voted. So, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully I can keep it up this week. And, uh, so this week, we have a good scenario, or at least a interesting one. Um, let's say uh, you had a tough day at the office. And, uh, yeah, I won't go into the Scrubs reference that I could. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you had a tough day at the office. You go home, you make yourself some dinner, and you um, make yourself a drink. And, um, you know you kind of want to chill, you kind of want to relax, but you kind of just want to just vent to the whiskey. Um, what are you going to sip? And I got to think about this myself, even though I like thought about this one, I never really came to a conclusion yet. So does anything come to your mind, Robbie?
0: Yeah. So I hard day. You want to have a drink? I'm thinking something a little higher proof. Um, uh-huh. Not a special occasion. Oh, you're tired, aren't you? We're getting here late. Uh, oh, sorry. That's the second yawn I've heard. Um, I know. So I'm gonna go with something that's a little more accessible. It's not really a special occasion. It's just I just need a a good drink to just sit with. I'm gonna go with Elijah Craig Small Batch Barrel Proof. Um, okay. Accessible, easily be on the shelf, and high proof and delicious. That's what I'm going for.
1: Nice. I'm with you on the high proof. I still got to think of what it would be though. Oh, jeez, Cole, you're uh, tired,
0: man. You should know this and just like just say it. we'll call the episode. You can go to bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, um. Uh, so I will I say if my come second
0: runner-up. I'll, I'll just uh-huh. I'm talking here so you can think. Your third place. I would have gone with Stag Junior. I've been loving Stag Junior lately, but it is. I'm like, I got to slow down on it because. It's hard to find here. It's hard to find in yeah. general. But Stag Junior is pretty awesome. Like,
1: yeah, that's just that's just like a nice hug. You know, it's a nice, warm hug. I think you should go with that one. I think that should be your first one. You think? But no, no, you do you. I always, because cause I'm gonna go with. Okay, go ahead.
0: You no, you do you. Then I might change my answer here. You do you.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, because I want to compete a little bit here. So I'm gonna go with Weller special reserve the green label oh geez now i yeah okay so i'm going stag jr because you just okay cool there. Uh, yeah because it's like it's like a treat you know you don't always find it on the shelf so it's one of it's like stag jr where you kind of save you hold on to that bottle a little bit but on, an, on a hard day you're just gonna come home pour yourself a little bit of that and just be like all right de-stress yeah okay yeah i'm going stag
0: jr nice little hug put a comforter on warm you up mm-hmm. that's good to go yeah all right so you're going no, I like that you're going weller what uh weller special reserve weller special reserve i'm going stag junior hard day at the office yep okay all right well we'll put it up hopefully i do a better job because it was a it was a, it's kind of a tricky week would have I liked know. to do a little bit more on the instagram and the facebook the social medias but uh we'll get that up the there
1: medias see what you guys have to say so yeah yeah I guess, yeah. Never mind. Okay. I'm start. So, so one thing about me, Robbie. Okay. And you, I might have told you this, is that when I get like super tired, like even more tired than I am now, like okay. as I'm falling asleep, I will say things that make no sense. Okay. Like I'm basically entering dreamland, and my mouth is still moving. Okay. Um, and I have said some really funny things, and Heather's <laughs> written them down. One of them is. Uh, like a random one is, um, man, I am so ashamed. You might as well slap a sticker on me and call me Joseph. <laughs> that came out of my mouth, and Heather was like, "Uh huh." Okay,
0: okay. So that's nothing because I have a, like one of my good friends, uh, Chris Kelpin. He, mm-hmm. I can't remember what the name of his this disorder is, but he, oh no, um, in the middle of his sleep will be like, he. He's sleep, he sleep like not just like goes far past sleepwalking, but he'll jump out of bed and be like, Oh my gosh, everybody get out of the house. Let's run, let's go. <laughs> and his so this is this is Papa G's son-in-law. Um and oh, nice. so Papa G's daughter Natalie Kelvin was like, Oh hey, okay, honey. And she plays along. Oh, she's like funny. the sweetest girl ever. She plays along with this stuff, and be like, Okay, yeah, we got till the count of three till we all die, whatever. Like and she's like, Okay, I think it's time to wake up, honey. Like <laughs> Oh, it's great. So yeah. Anyway, he like and like so like every time we talk to him my wife Chelsea's like so any crazy dreams uh-huh and <laughs> like his wife's awesome cuz she record like writes it down or he I don't know but they're awesome so uh, it could so be worse funny.
1: than saying joseph get your sticker coat is that what <laughs> no i've said some funny things man i've said like um what was one of them oh that's I, I use the phrase, "Oh, that's kind of like a lost your keys kind of fart," <laughs> and it made complete sense in my mind until I like thought about it.
0: Lost your keys
1: kind of fart. Yeah. Oh man, so, I just I'm, but,
0: gonna, I'm gonna go eat a can of beans and hope that I can figure out what you're saying.
1: Yeah. No, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Especially late at night. So, I guess that's it for this week, guys. <laughs> um, don't lose your keys and. Um, Yeah, we appreciate you all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for a little bit of a sillier episode this week. Um, We'll get more serious next week, but I hope you enjoyed nonetheless. But most of all, Robbie and listeners, I guess not Robbie, I guess just (laughs) listeners, because that would be misuse of, uh, I don't know. Most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. (laughs)